Being born again is real supernatural business. This business begins in the spirit realm, the creation realm, and then permeates every spiritual and physical thing that pertains to the redeemed. At this juncture, one is born into the family of God. We are birthed into this world as children of Adam, sons and daughters of carnaldom. But via the second birth, born again, we are born a very real and literal second time and become sons and daughters of God. There are some similarities to the original Adam, Luke chapter 3, verse 38, which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. Adam was a direct descendant of God. Now through the saving blood of Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, we are quickened by the Holy Ghost and become direct descendants of God. When we enter the kingdom of God through the new birth, old things pass away and everything becomes new. We receive the forgiveness of all sin. God even wipes the guilt of past sins from our souls. At this point, Jesus Christ becomes our Savior, Redeemer, Lord, Master, Advocate, King, and so much more. We receive a new Father. We receive a new name. We receive a new and living purpose. We receive all the promises of God with the ultimate reward of eternal life. Thus, the beautiful passage in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Are you born again? Are you ready to trade in your old carnal life for that which is eternally holy and new? Do it now while you still have time. Click on the Further with Jesus for immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, John seventeen seventeen, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. God said, Psalms one nineteen one o five. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God said, Psalms one nineteen one eleven. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever for they are the rejoicing of my heart. God said, Proverbs 30, verse 5, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Man said, Who needs the Bible? It's a fountain of religious superstition that inhibits man. It doesn't belong in this enlightened age. Now the record. The authority, the beauty, the elegance, the strength, the true fidelity to all that is right and the immense mystery revealed unto his beloved, all found in God's holy scriptures, are dazzling indeed. These words found in the Holy Bible are true and righteous altogether. All other books, even the compilation of all writings of men, must bow down and do obeisance unto the words of God. How could this be? Man's truth changes on a daily basis. Remember, his truth of today debunks his truth of yesterday, and his truth of tomorrow will debunk his truth of today. The simple reason for this conundrum is that man's truth is not truth. God's word, on the other hand, which was written thousands of years ago, is still the truth, the same unchanging truth yesterday, today, and forever. The book called the Bible is physically just printer's ink and paper. But when one's ear is humbled to hear, an honest inquiry is made, the scriptures become the living word of God and his very image and likeness, his very essence. True believers have been accused of worshiping the Bible, and from that accusation we do not shrink 
for the Word is God. John chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Revelation nineteen thirteen. Then he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. God said, Man said, presently archives 362 feature articles in text and streaming audio that prove the veracity of the Bible. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, we publish another. Those who love God also love His Word, found in the majority text. For more information on the critical importance of the Scriptures in your hand, click on to the following listing subjects. At this website, we regularly receive emails on various subjects, as you would expect. Many are good-spirited inquiries or challenges. Many others are contentious railings. Yet we thank God for every one. The antagonists write as though they have reached some pinnacle of truth and revelation that inferior Bible believers have yet to attain, but the exact opposite is the case. In our ranks exist the world's greatest minds, minds which once embraced man's truth, yet now find it insufficient and flawed, and file it under the label of academic waste. The Apostle Paul, once called Saul of Tarsus, one of Israel's most educated men, was once a blasphemer, causing great injury to the church, but eventually saw the light, and recorded this in Philippians 3, verses 4 through 8. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. Circumcised the eighth day, of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ, yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ." The great minds that embrace Christ in his word are sprinkled through time as the very salt of the earth. A sister and visitor to God Said Man Said sent us an email listing many quotes of famous people in history showing how they regarded the word of God. I have selected some of them for your consideration and edification. Here's the first one. I accordingly decided to turn my mind to the Holy Scriptures and to see what they were like. And behold, I see something within them that was neither revealed to the proud nor made plain to children, that was lowly on one's entrance, but lofty on further advance, and that was veiled over in mysteries. None such as I was at that time could enter into it, nor could I bend my neck for its passageways. When I first turned to that scripture, I did not feel towards it as I am speaking now but it seemed to me unworthy of comparison with the nobility of Cicero's writings. My swelling pride turned away from its humble style, and my sharp gaze did not penetrate into its inner meaning. But in truth, it was of its nature that its meaning would increase together with your little ones, whereas I disdained to be a little child and puffed up with pride, I considered myself to be a great fellow. Augustine, on his introduction to the sacred scriptures. It is impossible to rightly govern the world without God and the Bible. George Washington, first president of the United States. The Bible is no mere book, but a living creature with a power that conquers all that oppose it. Excuse me, Napoleon Bonaparte, emperor of France. 
I have known 95 of the world's great men in my time, and of these, 87 were followers of the Bible. The Bible is stamped with a specialty of origin, and an immeasurable distance separates it from all competitors. William Gladstone, British statesman serving as prime minister four times. All human discoveries seem to be made only for the purpose of confirming more and more the truths contained in the sacred scriptures Sir William Herschel, English astronomer, who made numerous discoveries about the laws of the heavens. If there is anything in my thoughts or style to commend, the credit is due to my parents for instilling in me an early love of the scriptures. If we abide by the principles taught in the Bible, our country will go on prospering and to prosper. But if we and our posterity neglect its instructions and authority... No man can tell how sudden a catastrophe may overwhelm us and bury all our glory in profound obscurity. Daniel Webster The Bible is worth all other books which have ever been printed. Patrick Henry That book, sir, is the rock on which our republic rests. Andrew Jackson In all my perplexities and distresses, the Bible has never failed to give me light and strength. Robert E. Lee the Bible is alive. It speaks to me. It has feet. It runs after me. It has hands. It lays hold of me. Martin Luther. A thorough knowledge of the Bible is worth more than a college education. Theodore Roosevelt, 26th President of the United States. The scriptures teach us the best way of living, the noblest way of suffering, and the most comfortable way of dying, Flavel. Behold the works of our philosophers, with all their pompous diction, how mean and contemptible they are by comparison with the scriptures. Is it possible that a book at once so simple and sublime should be merely the work of man? Jean-Jacques Rousseau, French philosopher. Pile them, if you will, on the left side of your study table, but place your own holy Bible on the right side, all by itself, all alone, and with a wide gap between them. For there is a gulf between it and the so-called sacred books of the East, which severs the one from the other utterly, hopelessly, and forever, a veritable gulf which cannot be bridged over by any science of religious thought. Professor M. Monterio, former Bowdoin professor of Sanskrit, commenting on the Bible after spending 42 years studying Eastern books. I soon realized that a student of English literature who does not know the Bible does not understand a good deal of what is going on in what he reads. The most conscientious student will be continually misconstruing the implications, even the meaning. Northrop Fry, world-renowned literary critic. The Bible is God's chart for you to steer by, to keep you from the bottom of the sea, and to show you where the harbor is and how to reach it without running on rocks or bars. Henry Ward Beecher. I believe the Bible is the best gift God has ever given to man. All the good from the Savior of the world is communicated through this book. All things desirable to men are contained in the Bible. Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States. We may compare the Bible to the Old Testament tabernacle in the wilderness with its three courts. The outer court is the letter of the Scriptures. The inner court, or holy place, is the truth of the Scriptures. The holiest place of all is the person of Jesus Christ. And only when we pass the inmost veil do we come to him, A.T. Pearson. The Bible is the sheer anchor of our liberties, U.S. Grant. 
So great is my veneration for the Bible that the earlier my children begin to read it, the more confident will be my hope that they will prove useful citizens of their country and respectful members of society. I have for many years made it a practice to read through the Bible once every year. John Quincy Adams. Indeed, it is an indisputable fact that all the complex and horrendous questions confronting us at home and worldwide have their answer in that single book, the Bible. Ronald Reagan, 40th President of the United States. God's Word is the truth that never changes. God's Word is never wrong. God's Word is God, and He is the source of every good and perfect gift. Those who embrace it are the very salt of the earth. God said, John seventeen seventeen, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. God said, Psalms one nineteen one o five. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. God said, Psalms one nineteen one eleven. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. God said, Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Man said, who needs the Bible? It's a fountain of religious superstition that inhibits man. It doesn't belong in this enlightened age. Now you have the record.